0: And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital.
1: Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer, or your smartphone, uh, watching me on Facebook Live, thanks a lot uh, for tuning in today. And of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland. Parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And of course, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. If you're not new, you can say it with me. Marriage Mondays, that's today. Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is Marriage Monday, and we're talking about how family upbringing... Affects your marriage. That's today's topic. How family upbringing affects your marriage. Here's my question: How have your family dynamics or cultural upbringing shaped the shaped the kind of spouse you are today? How have your family dynamics and or your cultural upbringing shaped the kind of spouse you are today? Well, you know, our family dynamics do affect uh, what kind of husband we want to be, what kind of wife we want to be what kind of parents uh, we want to be family dynamics matter if you marry somebody you don't know their cultural bringing their family dynamics then you will find out <laughs> just a matter of time you will find out if you want to give me a call and and talk to me about this topic my lines are open I invite you to pull a chair up to the uncommon table where we believe comprehension begins with conversation so let's begin to understand ourselves and one another by building a bridge even to our spouse in this area uh, of our relationship, and that is marriage and how our family upbringing actually impacts and how our cultural upbringing uh, impacts uh, the way we relate to our spouse, our children, and the way we run our household or exist within it. Eight 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 four three two seven four three four. 432 7434 that's my number live in studio right now. The Real Talk Studio, ready to take your phone calls, 888-432-7434. Or if you're driving and trying to memorize the number before you uh, put it on speaker or whatever, the number is 888 43 Bridge. Just like you're crossing over a bridge and some of you are on one right now, give me a call. I'd love to talk to you. Now, before I take your calls, I want to open up in a word of prayer. Uh, commit our time to the Lord, give you a little more information, and then let's get going on this topic. Eight 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 four three two seven four three four. 432 7434 Heavenly Father, we thank you that you're the creator of marriage. You came up with oneness between men and women and uh, as uh, a marital unit. We do ask that you'd give us guidance and insight as we talk about today's topic. For it is in the name of Jesus, we pray, and we commit this show over to you. Together, everyone said amen and amen. Well, a couple of other ways to get a hold of me, AndersonSpeaks.com, AndersonSpeaks.com, or EmbraceGracism.com. I would love it if you would go there, EmbraceGracism.com. You can either even register to be a gracist, which is basically raising your hand and saying, guess what, Dr. Anderson, you can count on me. I am a gracist, not a racist. I want to commit to the seven sayings of a gracist. I want to be a part of the uh, solution, not a part of the problem. Uh, it's not enough to stand up against racism. You've got to stand for something. Let's stand for racism, being just like God, extending grace to people regardless of, maybe even because of, their color, class, or culture. All right, it's Marriage Monday. We're talking about how family upbringing affects your marriage. If you want to call me, my number is 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's kick the show off with Mike. He's on the road right now in Maryland. Hey, Mike, welcome to the show. How are you, sir?
2: I'm good, thanks. So,
1: oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking today?
2: Well,
3: it might not be exactly what you were thinking when you set this up, but I'm a, a child of divorce. My parents were both divorced when I was in like I don't know second grade or something. And for me, it has. I have just sort of decided that I'm not going to do that. That's not even a mm. nope. Not not going to go there. My wife might shoot me, but uh, uh, I'm not <laughs> going to divorce her. It's well, just uh, nope.
1: Hey, that, i tell you what, though, that does impact a child, especially at your age. So you're going to grow up and you're going to be like, listen, uh, the last thing I want to do is put my children or my uh, life through that kind of a, uh, a hell. So, therefore, I am committed to staying together. You know, there's the opposite reaction, too. There's some people who are like, look, I'm not going to get married because I haven't really seen uh, how a good marriage works. So I'm glad you chose to say I'm going to be more committed than maybe what I grew up experiencing good stuff. Thanks a lot, okay, Mike? Blessings to you. 888-432-7434. That's my number live in studio. That's exactly what we're talking about, Mike. You got it right. Your family upbringing, your cultural uh, dynamics, how have they shaped the kind of spouse you are? Mike said, "Well, first of all, I'm not going to get a divorce uh, because I know what that is like as a child of of divorce." What about the rest of you? Have you ever uh, Did you grow up as a child of divorce or separation? Did that have a negative impact on you? Maybe some of you grew up with abuse. Did that have a negative impact? Or a really good example of uh, a mom and dad who are probably still together. They've been married maybe 30, 40, 50 years, uh, and that has really become a template for you uh, because you're like, I'm never going to get divorced because, you know what, my my family uh, has a history of being committed through thick and through thin, And even though we're not perfect and we've gone through stuff, we're going to hang in there no matter what. That's the model that I have. Uh, Maybe you were the one in the family who did all the housework, uh, watched your mom do all the housework, and so maybe now you feel that is your role, ladies. Uh, Maybe men, you you saw your father out working uh, in the yard, and so you feel like that is your job to take out the trash and to uh, clean the yard. Uh, It's things like that. They're cultural, right? They're not necessarily uh, based on gender, although we've kind of attached it to gender, but there's nothing that says a wife uh, can't do yard work, uh, mowing the lawn, and surely there's nothing that says a man can't cook uh, for the family. And so I want to know about you, though, your family dynamics, your cultural upbringing. How uh, have those dynamics shaped the kind of spouse you are today? I'm going to run to my commercial break now. As soon as I get back, I'm going to Derek. He's also on the road. He's in Glen Burnie, Maryland. I'm coming to you as well. I have two open lines if you want to grab one now. Get in where you fit in. 888 bridge. Does your home need any improvements? Ours did. In fact, Amber and I called Home Fix Custom Remodeling, HCR, and we got a new master elite roof. And guess what? Once that was installed, we started saving, listen, over $100 per month on energy bills. Not bad, right? Not to mention, when we needed new windows and doors, guess who we called? HCR. That's right. And our energy bills are even less because of it. So if you need an efficient solution, ways to keep your home safe and your family safer, make sure you call HCR. Ask for Gus when you call. Tell him that I sent you. Here's his number. You ready? 888-991-2427. And by the way, they also specialize in a wide range of other products like energy-efficient siding, doors, trim, and gutters. And let's not forget those walk-in tubs and showers for those aging gracefully among us. Let's put it like that. And all of this with a lifetime-inclusive warranty. Call HCR, 888-991-2427, and tell Gus Dr. Anderson sent you.
3: Hi, my name is Attorney James McCollum,
1: and my firm practices in the area of employment law. I've practiced employment law since 1988. I've represented many persons in federal and state courts and administrative agencies. Employment law is complex, and whatever your issue, we know that it is important to you. We'd be honored and privileged to serve you. Let McCollum & Associates work for you. Call us at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070.
0: Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit Andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888 432 7434. That's 888 43 Bridge. To watch us on Facebook Live, or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555, that's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555.
1: And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you're uh, just joining us, we are talking about family dynamics, specifically on this Marriage Monday, how family upbringing affects your marriage and uh, how family dynamics or cultural upbringing has shaped the kind of spouse you are today. Uh, let's go to Derek. He's in, well, he's on the road in Glen Burnie, Maryland. If you want to call me, I have one open line at 888 888- four three two seven four three four all right let's go to derek and glenn Burney hey derek welcome to the show how are you
2: hi i've got a kind of a bad uh, reception here i guess
1: okay you may because you're driving tell me what your quick uh question or comment is derek
2: yeah. I, I, I was, uh, I was raised, you know, my parents just had their uh, 50th anniversary, which I'm pretty proud of. Yay. Um, but my, my wife, uh, her, her family was much different and her mom was married three times and oh, wow. has kids with four, four different fathers. And, and, um, whenever, whenever we have any hard times, you know, she seems to be quick to run out the door. Mm. Uh, and recently, uh, she's finally come around to the Lord and, uh, picked up a bible and just trying to kind of figure things out i was just wondering if there's any scripture that that we could look at that would help us get through these times
1: well i tell you what uh you both bring dynamics to the relationship there's no doubt about it the fact that she found the lord uh that's a win man that is just wonderful i'm so glad to hear it now we've got to build her faith how long has she been a, a believer
2: Uh, It's only been in the last uh, few weeks, Um, you know, it's just through all the politics and stuff like that that's going on on the internet and everything, um, it's really made her kind of do a lot of soul searching, and just one thing led to another, and in the last few weeks she's like, you know, I think I want to go to church, and I'm always on the road for a living, Mm. so, you know, I'm not there with her all the time, and um, and, uh, we're, we're working on that, but... But um, you know, we have yet to go to church together, and and uh, uh, and you know, take the next step towards baptism and sure. that kind of stuff. What about yourself? But, um, have
1: you received Christ as your Lord and Savior?
2: I have, I have. I I, I was uh, I was baptized Catholic, and uh, and I don't go to church, um, but I, I do I do spend a lot of time, you know, uh, thinking and praying, and yeah. uh, you know, listening to people like yourself to kind of keep me guided yeah. being a guy who's on the road. Well, I tell you, be, you know, I in t- a certain church.
1: I tell you what, it's a joy to be able to to ro- roll with you, Derek, as you're on the road. Uh, let me ask you, does your wife have a Bible now and do you have a Bible?
2: Uh yes, yes. We we both do. Let me I, tell you. I keep one with me when I'm traveling and uh she just picked up her first one at a thrift store. Oh man, that just a ma- weeks ago, That so. just
1: makes me so happy. Let me tell you what to do. This will keep you guys connected even as you're traveling. By reading the same thing. So, uh, since she's a new believer, have her start in the gospel of John. Okay. And both of okay. you guys decide to read, uh, a portion of John every day. So maybe John chapter one and then John, uh, maybe chapter the half, first half of chapter two or something like that. And just take each section and read it once a day and then talk about it at night. Maybe there's a, you know, just even if it's uh, John chapter 4, you read about the woman at the well. Then you guys kind of talk about that whenever you talk on the phone or uh, send a little text to one another to know that you're both reading the same thing. It's like you're eating the same thing. And I think, A, it's going to uh-huh. help her grow anyway. But, two, it's going to keep you two connected on the same track. And uh, and it's just wonderful that she uh, she's now saved. So now let's get Jesus in her in her mind, through the book of uh, John, you can do it with her. That keeps you two connected. And then also, is she going to a church now regularly? The one she got saved in?
2: Uh, I, I, I'm not, I'm not really sure. Like I, I know that um, because uh, we we have a mountain home in a very rural place. Okay. Um, there's a lot of strange churches out there, <laughs> so I'm not so sure. Right, that, right. You know. Yeah. I'm not really sure what she's what she's going to get when she gets there. Oh uh, no, I, think I totally some get it. people kind of, you know,
4: mm. they start
2: off as a regular church and then they're kind of like, well, this sort of serves me,
1: yeah. and they
2: they kind of nitpick and. Gotcha. You know, I, I, I think uh, we're going to be relocating to a more urban environment soon. we'll, and we'll so figure find you something can, that's.
1: Yeah, that's you for can us. figure that one out later. Right now, let's just get you discipled by reading the scriptures together and get you two connected spiritually and emotionally congratulations and i'm uh really proud of you the best thing the best thing that will fight against her having that i'm going to leave and run out spirit is by you two getting connected in god's word and the more she gets in god's word i think the more strength it will give her uh to to stay okay my friend okay uh, thank you very much blessings I to appreciate you your advice. absolutely blessings to you that's Derek on the road and uh, I'm so proud that uh, I get the Pleased is the right word, that I get to hang out with you as you travel. Tell your uh, wife who just became a believer that I said, uh, congratulations. I'm I'm really uh, excited that she came to know Jesus. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. That's triple eight four three bridge I have two open lines. If you want to grab one, get in where you fit in. We're going down to Miami, Florida now to talk to Albert, who's on the line. Albert, I saw you on Facebook as well. How you doing today?
3: I'm well, DA. How are you, sir?
1: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. What's going on down there in Florida?
3: Great suit on Sunday, by the way. I was watching online. You are always <laughs> sharp. <laughs> oh,
1: well, you know, that's, I appreciate that. Of course, for radio, it may be a different and story. I
3: want, and you know what? I want people to open my car doors with the handles also.
1: How about that? Listen to you. Listen to you. Well, my listeners probably have no I, idea um, what you're talking about, so you better get to your uh, your <laughs> I, question or comment, my friend.
3: I, I grew up in an atmosphere where it was almost typical. Dad was type A, mm-hmm.
4: uh,
3: verbally, mentally, emotionally controlling, mm.
4: um,
3: you know, this, I almost want to say the textbook, uh, physical abuse was there mm. and, you know, I was, I was baptized, uh, almost out of uh, habit, what should be done. Mm. And I was never disassociated with, but I was never very much involved with the church and then I was raised in New Jersey. And then I went and moved to Maryland mm. And I met somebody who told me, you need to get involved. You need to go to a church that is open, that is almost non-denominational. And we got online, and we found Bridgeway.
4: Yeah. Mm.
3: And that was 2012. In June of 2012, you baptized me. Mm. And... I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior, and, and you're going to laugh at me, but the Bible that I use most often is the Student Bible,
1: how about and, that? And
3: NIV, how about it? Keeping it simple, I wasn't because I wasn't raised that way. I used that to 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 bring myself around and and, and follow the Word as best as possible.
4: Mm. But
3: getting back to your subject, I took all that negativity and I lived with it, mm. and I hated it. Mm. And I have taken that, and I say out loud, I've learned what not to do.
1: Ah, so by growing up with a father that was abusive and controlling, you have now inside of you this strong desire not to be that way?
3: Exactly, Mm
1: -hmm. exactly,
3: To, to not be that way, to give the respect, um, to to my to my spouse and, and to make sure that I don't do anything that relates to what I was raised with. I mean, I'm 48,
4: mm. and
3: I still say it. I've learned what not to do. Yeah, and you know, I just think it's important that you know. It sounds cliche
1: from
3: the negative to the positive, but it does. But it's cliche for a reason.
1: It does turn the negative into the positive because, you know, what's the alternative to stay negative? And so I like the fact that you have turned that around uh, to be somebody who you're not only not going to be abusive and controlling, but you want to do something that is positive, and your spouse will benefit from that. And I'm just blessed that uh, that I had a chance to interact with you and even baptize you. God bless you, my friend, as you live down there in Miami, Florida. Thanks for watching online and on Facebook Live as well, okay?
3: All right, my friend. Thank you very much. Bridgeway will always be home.
1: I love it. I love it. God bless you. God bless you. And we're online, friends. So like uh, Albert said, you know, you can watch us uh, online. We're Facebook Live. Just go to at Anderson Speaks on my Facebook page. If you want to watch the whole service, you can go at Bridgeway Maryland, MD, Bridgeway MD on Facebook. Um, And, you know, you can watch the whole service. And I tell you what, you can always go back and watch the Sunday services as well. But it's always encouraging to hear somebody that's come to know the Lord because of your ministry and now is growing in the Lord. And I'm not laughing at you with the student Bible. You know, I like it simple, too, by the way, Albert. I, I tell you, we, we make things so complicated. We just need to understand, like, uh, the, the love, my, love thy neighbor. I mean, you know, uh, something as simple as that is so profound. If we could just get down, love thy neighbor as thyself, uh, we'd be better Christians, wouldn't we? Well, listen, if you want to talk to me on a topic, the uh, issue today, how family upbringing affects your marriage. How family upbringing affects your marriage. Has your upbringing shaped the kind of spouse that you are? Is that good or bad? Is it helping you uh, because you had a good Uh, example or like Albert a good bad example (laughs) you know sometimes uh, we can have a good bad example and the way you use that example is to motivate you to do the right thing uh, not the wrong thing but at the same time a good dose of forgiveness is absolutely critical when you've experienced an upbringing uh, that is tragic uh, traumatic abusive uh, disrespectful when you've seen uh, a mother be controlling or a father be uh, be controlling it it can cause something inside of you that would cause you to say, yes, I don't want to be that way, but at the same time, you will become that way if you don't forgive and truly learn from it, not just see that it was wrong, but learn from it, forgive, and then be freed up to live a better and a different life. My phone number live in studio, triple eight four three bridge. I had a really good example of a mother and a father who were married uh, for all the years until my dad passed away uh, when I was about 21 years old, but I was the youngest uh, in the family. My brother, 12 years older, was the oldest, Uh, but what a great example of a uh, pastor and his wife raising their children uh, in a way where they're praying for them, where they are taking them to church regularly. Uh, we used to have to say a Bible verse before we prayed uh, for our meal. So we'd pray, we'd say a Bible verse, then we'd eat, or we'd say a Bible verse, pray and eat, and always remember the order. But uh, that made us memorize verses. It always got me upset, though, when my sister got to go first and she would say Jesus wept because that was the shortest uh, verse in the Bible. Then I had to figure out another one. But we had family devotions where we read Scripture together. And then after the scriptures, we stood up, held hands, prayed, and then we had to kiss each other on the cheek. Oh, I can remember the child. I didn't like having to do that. But you know what? It's still in my blood. Uh, and as a result of it, look what I'm doing. And look what my brother's doing. My two sisters, you know, both boys uh, became preachers. Both girls married preachers and uh, we're all trying to do uh, the ministry for the Lord. So thanks, Mom. If you're listening today, I want you to know I love you and I thank God uh, for you. Well, what about your family upbringing? What about your cultural dynamics? How have they shaped you uh, to be the kind of spouse that you that you are today? Do you need a little help with this? Because maybe it's shaped you in a way you don't want to be shaped and you want to change. And so maybe you need a, sort of a, a chiropractic adjustment from the doc. Well, guess what? When I get back in three minutes, I'm going to come back and let's see if we can adjust some things so that you can get that shape in order. I need you to be the best spouse you can be. And God does as well. 888-432-7434. Love marriage,
5: love and marriage. Go together like a horse and carriage. This, I tell you, brother, you can't have one without the other. Love and marriage,
0: love and marriage. 2017 has been a crazy year in the mortgage
5: industry. The Fed told everyone they were going to raise rates. Interest rates were expected to rise, and then the unexpected happened. Hey, everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian of Fellowship Home Loans. And what we've seen so far is the perfect storm, something we rarely see in the mortgage industry.
0: We've seen some of the lowest interest rates in history and some of the highest home values ever. Usually it's one or the other. But this combination has created a perfect scenario for anyone that's looking to do something with their mortgage.
5: Whether you want to take cash out for home improvements, pay off debt, eliminate PMI, or consolidate loans, now is the time. Give us a call today at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283. Or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Come
4: and get your loan, Fellowship Home.
0: Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus, now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill and this little pill delivers big health benefits to your heart your joints your arteries and brain and with coq10 you'll enjoy extra energy too best of all you can get a free bottle of krill omega 50 plus with coq10 today just pay for shipping call right now and request your free bottle dial 1-800-780-1343 that's 1-800-780-1343 1-800-780-1343 Again, call now. 1-800-780-1343. From orphan to millionaire. I was abandoned. He opened his heart to God. A child without parent. And opened his home to thousands of children in need. Discover the miraculous true story of how one man answered God's call and changed the world. Molly. I see impossible become impossible. For three nights only in select cinemas nationwide, October 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Buy tickets now at mullymovie.com. Is negative content or comments on the web affecting your personal or professional reputation? Unfavorable comments, embarrassing pictures, videos, legal documents, and bad tweets can ruin your personal life, your career, or your business. Reputation.com can protect your good name. It's easy to squash the unfair attacks with our patented system. Call right now for a free expert reputation analysis. Call 800-651-4888. 800-651-4888.
1: Well, for those of you on Facebook Live, thanks a lot for tuning in. Thanks for your comments there. And uh, Melissa Alvarez, just married on Saturday, she said on Facebook Live. Uh, congratulations. I'm glad you found the show. Uh, Edward Hester, Marcus Sims, and Andrew Carey, hello to all of you. And uh, listen, if you want to give me a call and jump in today's conversation, let me give you the number. It's 888-432-7434. That's triple eight four three. Bridge, And, by the way, if you're trying to find a safe, reliable, and affordable transportation service for your kids, make sure you call Sean McBride or his outfit there in Prince George's County, Maryland. They can get your kid anywhere. They can get him to school every day. They can get him to grandma's house. They can get him to doctor's appointment. All you got to do is give them a call at 301-806-0188. That's 301-806-0188. Get a quote from him. And he uh, runs an organization called The Student Shuttle. So if you want to look at him online, instead of calling just those three words, thestudentshuttle.com. All right, my number in studio, if you want to call me, I still have two lines wide open right now, 888-432-7434. If you're just joining us, we're talking on this Marriage Monday about how family dynamics are affecting one's marriage. How have your family dynamics or cultural upbringing shaped the kind of spouse you are today? Give me a call. Let's talk about it. Triple eight, four, three bridge. All right, let's go to Elkridge, Maryland. Maria is on the line. Hi, Maria. Welcome to the show. How are you?
6: Hi, thank you. I was um, listening to what you had to say, and it it made me think about, my 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 parents and how my mother was Spanish.
4: Mm-hmm. My dad
6: was um, African American, military okay. background. So I grew up in a very traditional.
4: Ah. Um, my dad
6: was Baptist. My mom was Catholic.
4: And <laughs> he had converted
6: to Catholicism just to marry her. So I mean, they, uh-huh. they were very very traditional. And I remember as a kid, my mom would make me and my sister make all the beds in the house, even my brothers. Mm-hmm. And I would get an attitude and say. Why do I got to make their bed? Why can't they make their own bed? Right. And my mother, my mother taught me something very important because she all the boys were doing the the heavy things like taking out trash and the lawn and all that. Like you were talking earlier. But right. My mom ran her household not in a sexist way, but in a teamwork way. Uh huh. So children two girls and two boys uh-huh. and I was cooking meals at 12 but the I, huh. she taught me how to sew a button she was like preparing me for things that I right. need to know as an adult right but what I what I didn't realize as I was an angry teenager trying to figure out why I had to do the jobs that I didn't like uh-huh. <laughs> what I realized was that their marriage was like a like a teamwork situation. Where mm. love isn't a feeling it's a it's a decision, and all the ups and downs and mm. my mom would get up in the morning when my dad got up while he's getting ready for work she's making him a hot breakfast and what it's like the house load mm. just everybody did something to help the other, so right. if I like to cook, then i'm cooking for everybody, and my sister like to clean she's cleaning for everybody, mm. and my brother was hand it's just everybody was given a task based on their gifts right. And we all had to do it. And nowadays, my family background came into my mind when I had a boyfriend break up with me when he said that I I treated him too good, like I put him up on a pedestal.
4: Oh, wow. Because I was
6: too giving and I I did too much. And and it made me think of how my family was. I try to explain it's not – I don't – I treat – my man like a king but not the king
4: right 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 i
6: was raised i was raised to give to to serve to submit to sure but not in a
1: well that's an odd reason to break up with a woman usually most men are looking for someone like that and it's hard to find someone like you nowadays maria that wants to serve a man like that and make him feel like like the king, so it seems odd to me that he might break up with you because it of that. It made
6: him uncomfortable, but I think that this day and age, all they look about, all they care about in a relationship, they they get together because it's a financial benefit or they get together because there's a physical attraction. Hmm. I wasn't raised like that. I was raised to serve uh-huh. and for the whole family unit to to pick up their, right. their responsibilities and all work together, so yeah. I, I don't – I guess – even though I'm totally American, I guess I have that Spanish background yeah. and it doesn't work here because yeah. here they think they they look at me weird when I want to
1: Oh no serve, Maria Maria like it, no 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 I don't, I don't want you to get off the line thinking that. I want you to think that uh what you do is a beautiful thing and you just got to find the right man that uh, that wants that. Uh because uh there are a lot of men, traditional men who want that. And they want to team up with you. They want to work hard. They want to bring home the bacon. uh, And they want a woman that will serve them. And that's traditional. And that but is. We a
6: we f- can serve financially too. It's absolutely. Not just in the house.
1: No, absolutely. It's serving together. Absolutely. You know? There's no but doubt I'd about agree it.
6: too, and I, I make a good listen too.
1: No, <laughs> that's that's a bu- that's a beautiful thing. I don't want you to get off thinking that's a bad thing. You just got to find the right uh, the right man to serve who will actually appreciate it. So um, I, I, And serve back. And serve you back in a different way, but that's what it, we're supposed right. to do. Teamwork makes the dream work. So you keep that mentality. I think you were raised just just perfect. You just got to have the right partner that can appreciate it. Uh, listen, I got to run. Thanks, Maria. I appreciate the phone call. When I get back, I'm taking Renee in Baltimore. And I want to take you. If you want to get in, now's the time to fit in. The number, 888-432-7434. Dr. David Anderson, sometimes people ask me, what kind of doctor are you? And I say, a doctor of philosophy. And they say, where did you get that? And I say, Oxford Graduate School. They say, where is that? So Oxford Graduate School has a small English tutor campus in the hills of Tennessee. It's wonderful. And you not only study there, but you study at the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C., as well as at the University of Oxford in England. What a wonderful program. I did it for three years. You go for a week and study, and then you have... 60 90 120 days worth of reading writing and research to do you do those cores about six or seven times in your writer dissertation i tell you what i not only got my degree while i was a working adult as a pastor in a church but it was a safe place not only to learn but a safe place to think you want more information check them out at ogs.edu that's ogs.edu or give them a call 423-775-6596
6: Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand-new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc.
1: Does your home need any improvements? Ours did. In fact, Amber and I called Home Fix Custom Remodeling, HCR, and we got a new master elite roof. And guess what? Once that was installed, we started saving, listen, over $100 per month on energy bills. Not bad, right? Not to mention when we needed new windows and doors, guess who we called? HCR. That's right. And our energy bills are even less because of it. So if you need an efficient solution, ways to keep your home safe and your family safer, make sure you call HCR. Ask for Gus when you call. Tell him that I sent you. Here's his number. You ready? 888 991 Twenty-four, twenty-seven. And by the way, they also specialize in a wide range of other products like energy-efficient siding, doors, trim, and gutters. And let's not forget those walk-in tubs and showers for those aging gracefully among us. Let's put it like that. And all of this with a lifetime inclusive warranty. Call HCR 888-991-2427 and tell Gus Dr. Anderson sent you. we're back it's real talk with dr david anderson how in the world are you today thank you so much pocahontas for listening and the rest of you who are chipping in uh, on facebook live and uh, listening on wava the most listened to christian talk station on the east coast second in the entire country if you want to give me a call i have a couple open lines left 888-43-BRIDGE If you're just tuning in, How Family Upbringing Affects Your Marriage, that's our Marriage Monday topic today. And here's my question, how have you, your family dynamics or your cultural upbringing shaped the kind of spouse you are today? All right, let's go to Renee, who's on the line in Baltimore, Maryland. Hi, Renee, thanks for calling. How are you today?
7: Hi, Pastor, can you hear me?
1: Oh, yes, I can hear you just fine. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking?
7: good um i just want to say first i call you pastor because i'm in the columbia congregation and i wanted to say thank you for your vision Aww. and your work and and just what you've done there it mm. is a beautiful experience from beginning to end mm. and i so appreciate it
1: aren't you kind thank you so much
7: i <laughs> you're welcome um i i moved to that church because of a separation and to the point of the call I was raised by South American parents, Guyanese parents that mm. are very strict. They believe children are to be seen and not heard. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> very, you know, just very controlled, sheltered, um, and and really just strict. Yeah. And so with that cultural upbringing coupled with, um, I guess, being an only child, and, and mm. quite fr- I guess that's that's called like the test child. <laughs> they didn't really know what to do, right, and so they made all the decisions for me i didn't um have a voice mm. and so all of that, and then you have someone who goes to college with no skills, no decision making skills, no know mm. anything because someone always did it for you, and so that led to um you know financial madness, mm. and then bring it right up to where what you're asking. A disaster in my marriage.
3: How
1: so was it a disaster because uh, you were dependent on the man or he was controlling or how did how did it play itself out Renee?
7: I would say it played itself out because um, in a way that I was always used to worrying about myself so I focused mainly as hard times came and troubles came on myself and mine mm.
4: whereas
7: you know that's not that's not what marriage is. Mm. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to get in there and, and work with him and solve this thing, and you two are the leaders under God. Was he mm. taking direction from God? And it was just out of order. I
3: was just—my
7: ah. first instinct was to take me and mine and handle it, because that's what
3: ah.
7: I thought it is.
3: Wow. Well, Couple well,
7: that with his upbringing, which was abusive. Sorry, Pastor.
1: mm No, no, no. I was just going to comment that, first of all, you seem to be very self-aware, and and that's a beautiful thing. I mean, I'm sorry that you guys uh, got into the situation you're in, but at least you're self-aware enough to say, you know, I'm I'm learning what my part in the breakdown of the relationship is because a lot of people uh, don't see their part. Now let's talk about his part. You said he was brought up in an abusive uh, household. Tell me more. Unfortunately, and...
7: Uh, the father was extremely physically abusive to the point where he doesn't remember his childhood. Mm. So he purposed in his mind that his children wouldn't experience that, and, and what that has produced is a wonderful father. But for some reason, because the father was abusive also to his mother, mm. for some reason he doesn't honor the marriage piece mm. as much as he's honoring this, this um, desire to make sure that his children don't go through what he went through.
1: So where are you guys at right now? I guess.
7: So we're separated, Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to be, like you said, self-aware and let God speak to me. And if Mm -hmm. there is a way that this can be restored, I'm all about it.
4: Yeah, good, good.
7: But I don't see that he sees any ownership in it. He just sees that, you know, everything I should have done. Correct,
1: so, correct. Well, but I de-
7: he's always pointing out that you know because you were, because you made um, financial mistakes, which goes back to I had no idea yeah. how to handle money. I thought you yeah. go to the tree, you pull it down, you use it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, he you know, but here's
7: a, that right back on my. Here's the thing. Upbringing. He's, yeah,
1: he's he can use that as uh, sort of ammunition to throw against you. But the reality is, you're more aware now, and I'm sure he has his ownership, whether he's aware of it or not. And so if by you being repentant, by okay. you being open, and by you remaining soft uh, and not get hard or defensive, that will, uh, Lord willing, and, and stay prayerful, cause him to to maybe think about or rethink uh, how to come back into the relationship, affirm him for being the father that he is. And, uh, you know, be, let's, be, let's be praying about it because this thing is not over. Uh, separation doesn't mean divorce, and uh, sometimes what we need to do is pray that God would show people during their separation their part in it, Uh, and so maybe this is a time for you to pray that God would reveal to uh, your husband his part in it, and God uses children in an amazing way as well, so uh, continue to stay soft, continue to stay prayerful, and repentant when you can, And when he throws stuff at you, remember, put on the shield of faith, pray on the armor of God, and put on the shield of faith so any darts that come your way will hit the shield of faith and fall to your ground so it doesn't uh, hit you inside to the point that you, you know, become angry or bitter, okay? Amen.
7: Thank you, Pastor.
1: You got it. God bless you, Renee. So good to talk to you uh, today. Hey, let's go to Yael in Alexandria, Virginia. Hi, Yael. Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
8: I'm blessed, Doctor Anderson. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Good to hear your voice. What are you thinking today?
8: Well, I am thinking a whole lot of things today, Um, and one of them is just what went on in my own life. I've been married twice Mm -hmm. and divorced twice, and Mm -hmm. never realized that it could happen even um, a cultural or um you know generational curse Mm. um the first one um waiting on the lord uh, being saved since 12 and um but the first person who came in pretending to be a born-again christian Mm. uh, was the person that i said yes to okay because all my friends were married
1: i see how old were you at Um, the time
8: I was in my 30s.
1: Okay, and you married him. Thought he was a Christian but he turned out not to be one.
8: Not to be one. Uh. Um took me away from the church, from everywhere. Um ended up moving uh, from West Coast to South and mm. um I ended up within 2 months he ran away.
1: Oh no. <laughs> well, what about <laughs> when the... I
8: prayed? <laughs>
1: What about the she second was one?
8: Because
1: I know I only have a minute the before the break one, here. What happened with the second one?
8: The second one was um, it was that was totally a cultural thing. Uh-huh. Um, an African American with an African.
4: Ah. Um, they right. don't
8: want to have kids. They don't want to have a lot of things. Ah. And uh, growing up in the Lord, um, the children are supposed to be a blessing,
1: Right. Not a right. curse. Well, the next um, time, ha- was- the, the next time, Yael, you're going to get pastoral counseling, and uh, you're going to do pre-engagement counseling with a, a God pastor who can help walk you through it. Because if you do get married again, we want this to be the last time, and we want this to be the right man who knows how to love you, you know how to love him, and uh, you know what? God's a God of grace, so we're going to get it right the third time. How's that sound? <laughs>
8: Glory to God. Amen. Whatever the Lord said, I'm content in Him. I'm there much you go. content in
1: Him. I got to run to uh, a break, you All
8: right.
1: There goes the music, but I love it that you're content in your singleness and the state that you are, and that's the way to be. Hey, listen, I'm coming right back. Hold on. It's real talk with Dr. David Anderson.
4: It's the song of the redeemed.
5: Do you wonder how the Bible fits together? Well, you can study all 66 books from Genesis to Revelation at Dallas Theological Seminary's campus right here in DC. Why not check it out? I'm Josh Bleeker, dean of DTS DC. I am personally inviting you to come visit campus. Our team would love to meet you. We're hosting a seminary preview day on Saturday, October 14th. You can explore the campus, sit in on class, eat lunch with the faculty, and get your questions answered. And remember, every Every new student automatically receives a thousand dollars scholarship to start classes this spring. That's right, one thousand dollars toward your first class at Dallas Seminary in DC. On top of that, every new Master of Theology student enrolled this year becomes eligible for the last year free scholarship. You heard me, your last year of classes paid for by the seminary. Will we see you on October fourteenth? Register now at dts.edu/dc. That's dts.edu/dc. CTO Chef.
0: When you live to tackle extreme terrain, this sound is music to your ears. Right now at the Can-Am Yellow Tag Sales Event, you can save on select 2017 Can-Am off-road vehicles to the tune of up to $2,000. Get outside and save today. Visit your local Can-Am dealer for the Yellow Tag Sales Event. Offer ends soon. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Are you a sales
1: professional with an impressive track record? Do you have a passion with an extensive background in media sales or related industry? Hi, this is Nick Brino, local sales manager for WAVA Radio. We have one
3: position open on our sales and marketing team. If you are willing to work hard, reach goals, and help your clients achieve success through solution-based radio advertising campaigns, I would like to speak with you. If you are confident this is the position for you, call me today at 703-807-2225.
1: That's 703-807-2225. From
0: Pure Flicks Entertainment. Eric has suffered a traumatic brain injury. Three families brought together by a crisis of faith.
7: I'm remanding you to the juvenile detention center. Now their faith
0: is all they have left.
1: The only thing me and Teresa have been doing is trusting in the Lord. And look where it's gotten us.
0: Divided by loss. United by faith. All of the answers can be found right there. A Question of Faith. Rated PG. In theaters Friday. For tickets and more information, visit aquestionoffaith.com. You want to feel connected, informed, included, inspired. So when important things happen, we're here. Your local radio and TV broadcasters,
1: America's number one source for news, weather, and information on your radio, TV, computer, tablet, and smartphone. We are broadcasters, always here for you, wherever here may be. Tell Washington local stations matter by texting radio
3: to 52886. Furnished by NAB in the station, message and data rates may apply.
1: we're back it's real talk with dr david anderson almost ready to land the plane but first let's go to carroll county maryland and talk to doris who's on the line hello miss doris dr anderson here how you doing hi how are you
9: doing excellent I'm fine, thank you
1: thanks what are you thinking today um
9: well i was brought up in a, in a very christian church very christian uh, it was a small church one where I'm actually with an outhouse
1: <laughs> oh wow <laughs>
4: but um
9: yeah, we were all close. I'm 66, so okay. it's been a while. Mm. And um, my parents, you know, they were Sunday school teachers. No ministers, but Sunday school teachers. Mm. Uh, we didn't have a choir, but leader of the church and singing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was, I was brought up tight. And then when I was 12, I accepted Christ as my Savior. Mm. And um, But you still had living to do, you know what I mean? Right, right. So, sir?
1: Yep, I hear you.
9: Oh, <laughs> So then, um, you know, I grew up, and I started, when I got old enough to date, I started dating, and, and um, I, I read the Bible. I, I didn't read much because I didn't understand, even though the ministers are telling you. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
9: But um, I still had the heart for God. I still had that deep in my heart. Mm-hmm. And um, So, of course, I was the type that would help people, anybody in need. I would help them, get other kids. And I turned out that it seemed to me when it came to boys, it turned into love, and next thing you know, I would marry one of them. Okay. Well, that marriage worked for 15 years. It was a good marriage. Okay. We had a child. Yeah. And uh, then it broke up. There was alcohol involved in it. Mm. We broke up. But we were together 15 years.
4: Mm.
9: And then uh, my second marriage, um, I and I think I was the first in my entire relate my family i mean cousins everything that ever got a divorce that was Mm. terrible for me that's what i thought they didn't say anything but that's what i felt right and then my second marriage we were together 35 years oh wow and i just lost yeah i just lost him um in um march he passed away
4: oh wow so
9: um so um and that was rough at first that was rough but then he became saved and when he became saved, our marriage changed. And right. it was like the the marriage, the relationship I was looking for huh. when I was young.
1: Wow. How <laughs> I, I
9: finally found it.
1: How, when, it did he, when did he get saved? Of, how many years before he died did he get saved?
9: He got saved in about 2000, year 2000.
1: Okay, so y'all had 17 years. So half of your marriage, so you had the first half unsaved husband, the second half saved husband. I guess that's just like God. Well, my
9: first my husband. My first husband claimed to be saved. I don't know.
1: Okay. No, so he, okay. he
9: he liked to do fishing and stuff. So he sure. said Sundays when I want to go to church, he want to go fishing. So he didn't go to church. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he wasn't
4: saved.
1: Right, so right. But I'm talking about. I'm talking is. about the one that you uh, married for 35 years. It sounds like oh, yeah. h- half of those 35 years, the last half, he was he was saved, and that gave you the marriage you always wanted. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. It was t- a
9: beautiful marriage.
1: Well, you know what? I'm sorry that you lost him, um, and I, I'm just so grateful you had the years you had with him. It sounds like you've learned a lot along the way, and it also oh, shows yes. me. Oh, God, I can. It, well, I can
9: feel the Lord. Oh,
1: I'm sh- I'm sure I you mean, can. I- hey, listen, Miss Doris. Unfortunately, <laughs> I have to run because the show's going to come okay. to an end. So I'll let you go now, but I'll just give a word of affirmation, and that is. God is so gracious that he can even give us uh, 17 years with a man who uh, loved you and loved the Lord at the same time. You are blessed, and I know that you'll look over those years with with a big smile on your face. Your life's not over. You're 66. You're still young. Who knows what happens now? But uh, thank you for calling, and the rest of you, thank you for listening and connecting with me today. And dear Lord, I thank you for every one of my listeners. Would you bless them in Jesus' name real good? Amen and amen.